So Merry Christmas. And a warm welcome to everyone who is visiting us, everyone who perhaps has been away for a long time and returning. Welcome to everyone who's with us regularly, and especially those who were here yesterday for one or more services. And a really special welcome to those of you who are here because someone who loves you really wanted to be in church this morning with you. We thank you for the gift of your presence. St. Augustine's is a place with arms that are open to everyone, regardless of what you believe or don't believe. I often think about when Jesus went out and asked people who became his disciples to follow him. He didn't say, hey, wait, do you believe this, that, and the other thing? Okay, you're in. No, you're out. He simply said, come and see. Follow me. So we're honored by each and every one of you who, wherever you are on your spiritual journey, have come to celebrate Christmas with us. Our arms are also open when we have communion. So if you feel moved in your heart to come and share the bread and the wine of our sacred meal up here, come on up. The sharing that we do at the rail is sharing in the cosmic presence of God, the eternal, liberating, and life-giving love of Jesus through time and beyond time. The gospel passage I just read is the cosmic, beyond-time, enormous story of Christ's birth writ large, writ ever so poetically, but it's not the screenplay-like story in some of the other Gospels. There's no baby Jesus in a manger. There's no vivid story of a pregnant couple having to give birth in a stable, not even in real shelter. The story of God becoming flesh and becoming human outside of halls of wealth and power is not in this morning's gospel. And instead of hearing about angels and shepherds and stars on high, we're invited to absorb the mystery of God and the revealing of who God is on an abstract plane. Jesus as the Word. The Word being light, the Word coming into the world, to be the light that shines in darkness, and such a light that darkness can't overcome it. Gospel says the word became flesh and lived among us. This incarnation of God in Christ, the physical embodiment of Jesus, is what makes Christianity so different from other religions. Ours is a faith centered on this enormous mystery of God's taking on flesh, of becoming human, of divinity becoming one with our humanity back then and through time to now. And when we think of what it means to be human, Scripture points us back to the beginning of time, to the moment of creation described in the very first chapter of Genesis. Genesis proclaims that being human means being created in the image and likeness of God. Male and female 
God created humankind together. And God blessed us. And God declared humankind to be good. So I find it somewhat odd that over the centuries, we've come to understand the concept of being human. And when we use the word human, we refer to being fundamentally flawed instead of fundamentally good. Somehow we've drifted away from the awesome reality of God creating us in God's image and likeness. I mean, how often do we quip to err is human? Or when we do something wrong, we chalk it up to they're just being human. We don't say when any of us do anything good, oh, to do that is so human. Somehow we've grown into this idea that divinity and humanity are dualistic, are separate parts of us, and that they're in tension with one another. Yet, if you think of Scripture, when the Word becomes flesh, we have a relationship that God is in full communion with us, full relationship with us. And Jesus, the actual embodiment of God, we could think of Jesus smashing that great divide between us and God. And not only does the word become flesh in Jesus, John's gospel also says that the word lived among us. Jesus living among us. Now there's a modern interpretive translation of the Bible called the message, by Eugene Peterson, and he translated and lived among us too, and God moved into the neighborhood. The word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. So here in this cosmic text, Eugene Peterson sees God with us in the nitty-gritty of everyday life, God in the mundane. Jesus, flesh and blood, God in us, with us in our joys and in our sufferings, with us in the joys of the world and the terrible sufferings of this world, not as a remote deity, not separated, but right here. And putting together God living with us in our neighborhood, in our humanity, is a mind-blowing concept. Not only does God go where we go then, God essentially is who we are. God is human in Jesus, and Jesus is our flesh and blood at the core of our being. And that's what we celebrate when we come up to communion and take the meal up here. Jesus, God, in, in full relationship with us in our innermost being as humans, so right now, we're theologically up in the rafters, but this is where we're invited to go today, into this great mystery. And when we walk the paths of our spiritual journeys, we are invited to see Jesus as fully human, just as fully human as we are fully human, and Jesus fully present with us. We are the ones that create the barriers between us and God, not God. 
the revelation of the word becoming flesh, of Jesus being born into our humanity, is a revelation that the love that created, sustains, and liberates us is present in our beings. That love, that divine presence is already here, and we mark it each year, celebrating Christmas. We mark that there is no divide, that God loves us so much that God entered our human selves. So this morning we do get to float in the theological rafters. We get to see this communion, this integration of the divine in us, and we get to engage with the eternal birth, rebirth, and growth of Christ in us and all humanity. Friends of mine celebrate Christmas with their children by having a birthday party for Jesus. And their home has birthday decorations that are as prominent as Christmas tree. And on Christmas Day, they have a big birthday cake for Jesus, albeit without a candle. Though I sometimes like imagining what a cake with over 2,018 candles would look like. But that's me floating back up to the rafters, thinking about 2,018 years of this awesome mystery of word becoming flesh animating us, of Jesus among us. And we are blessed with 2,018 years worth of wisdom and experience from our foremothers and forefathers in this faith who wrestled on their spiritual journeys with this mystery. They chose to follow. They chose to come and see. They engaged their hearts, their minds, their souls, and their bodies with this revelation that Jesus is. And Jesus is here. It's a happy birthday, Jesus. Merry Christmas. And God bless each and every human one of us on our spiritual journeys. Amen.